Hi guys, just a reminder, this podcast will contain swearing, spoilers, and it is all our own opinion. What up, Bills? My name's Josh. And I'm Kate. And this is Pilot Error, the show you're listening to because you can't be watching TV right now. Cash, cash. <laughs> Oh, we should have a sound effect. Oh, there's a fucking sound effect, mate. Don't you worry. <laughs> oh, I'm looking forward to it. How are you going? Yeah, good. How are you doing? Oh, well, full disclosure, I'm pretty sick at the moment. Yep. I'm so we've cut out as many of the nose blows as I possibly can. Yeah, we've got a hand signal system going so that if I need to cough or sneeze or blow my nose, I'll just put my hand up and we stop talking. Yep. So it's easy for Josh to edit it out. Let's see how it goes. Yeah, should be interesting. We um, had the day off today. We did. Because we had a... Because we fucking deserved it, guys. We fucking deserved <laughs> that it. That too. But we also had all this stuff we had to get done around the house. So we got this handyman in. Yeah. And he literally did three jobs that we've been like... That's been annoying us for over a year. Yep. In about 10 minutes. He sure did. But the thing was that we told the real estate agent about all these things ages ago. And she just didn't do anything about it. Yeah, Until she was forced to come through. And I was like, yeah, that's broken. This is broken. This needs changing. That's that. And she had the owners there and she's like, oh, get a handyman out now. So I had to be like face to face to get things done. We've had a busy couple of weeks though. So I think we did deserve today off. Yeah, fucking oath. We deserved a day off. Plus you're sick. So. Yeah. I probably shouldn't have been at work today. Nope. Or yesterday. Probably not. Struggle town. <laughs> Being so sick lately. Like all the time. It's insane. Yeah, it sucks. You're taking it. You're copping it pretty hard, aren't you? Because I had a stomach problem at the start of the week as well. Yeah. But I'm pretty sure that was just from like eating junk and drinking too much on the weekend. Woo! So we've had, yeah, we've had two big weekends of drinking. A couple of weeks ago was our engagement party. Yeah. Did you have fun? Yeah, of course I did. It was awesome. Yeah, my I had a really joke, good time. My joke fell through, but that's fine. What joke? So basically, Kate and I had a discussion about what we were going to wear <laughs> to this engagement party. And my thing was that I wore a black shirt and a white tie and white suspenders and then i wore it so that when people asked me what like the dress code was and what they should wear i could take a photo of myself and be like this is what i'm wearing but then they'll rock up and see that i'm wearing like jeans and <laughs> runners oh, okay. and be like oh you prick but you um you put a mention on our facebook event yeah well i yeah i wanted people to just be comfortable and wear what they wanted <laughs> be casual but i look fucking sick oh you looked so cute and everyone commented on it i think everyone had a really good time i mean we had a thousand dollars on the bar at the start and that went pretty quick and we ended up putting another 500 on yep but the bartender was like oh you know people usually start slowing down their drinking around this time and i was like people who come to this bar may, may do that yeah our friends do not do that our friends do not do that and then he was like oh okay yeah like five minutes later he's like oh yeah i get i get what you're saying yeah <laughs> so put another 500 dollars on and that went really quick as well and then after that people just started buying us shots yeah so i ended up being super hammered yep <laughs> and had to leave our own engagement party like pretty early not early well, but like 12 or something and then it closes yeah. at 1 30 so we only would have been for another hour yeah, that's true. But Other we were sort of had already left. Yeah, well, we were sort of planning on going out after, but that didn't happen because <laughs> I just drank way too much. Had a great time though, and even though we spent, yeah, almost two thousand dollars on the party. Yeah. 
we got some really nice gifts. We did. I couldn't believe it. I almost cried at one point. Yeah, it was pretty I was cute. so overwhelmed with emotion because it just made me feel like everyone cared about us. I was like, oh my God. Emotion and wine. Yeah. <laughs> Probably <laughs> the alcohol was a bit of a factor there. I also had a little bit of a cry about Amy leaving. Yep. A little sad. Yeah, what was your favorite gift that we got? Well, we got, what, two holidays and experiences to go with those holidays. You got, like, lots of nice wine and we got a nice candle. Uh, we got the Pendulum discography from my friend Mitch. Yeah, that was probably <laughs> the most random, like, non-engagement kind of gift that we got. But also, like, on Perfect. par with yeah. the rest of the stuff, so. Oh, that's really lovely of Mitch for that. Yeah, thanks to the, the Carey girls for our cottage retreat. Yeah, it's going to be cute. And then from, like, all the uni people and plus all the boys got us a winery stay yep and an american barbecue class Woo! which i'm pretty excited for it's gonna be sick yeah so we did really well yeah just got to drive there and drive back <laughs> yeah well i'll be fine you get to stay the night so you can drink as much as you want and then just drive back the next day mm, you can drink as much as you want for checkout <laughs> you gotta still meet checkout time yeah i suppose <laughs> green peas and that well we could always do it next year after we're off our peas Ooh. Because I'm pretty sure it's next July that we get off our peas. That's all right. It's pretty exciting. Nothing really changes. No. You can just have like one drink before you drive. Yeah, that's about it. <laughs> that's it. All right. Oh, and then this weekend, I mentioned Amy before. It was her going away party. It was. Pretty crazy night. I bet. <laughs> Won't go into the deets, but it was very memorable. It was very memorable. I will memorable. never forget that night. That's unfortunate. <laughs> no, it was actually really, like, overall, it was a really fun night. And I think Amy enjoyed it. Well, that's good. Yeah, that's the main thing. I had a good time. Yes, you did. <laughs> hey, it, I wasn't actually as smashed as I was at our engagement party. No, but you've been drinking for, like, a longer period. And I smashed, like, a huge schnitzel on chips. Yeah. That just kind of, like, sobered me up a bit so I could keep drinking. Okay, Tilda's special. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> Shall we move on to some TV news? We need to move on to some TV news. We've got to be quick smart this time, guys. So here comes the news. What the hell is going on? Oh my God! Yeah, we've got a lot of um, little things here. We do have quite a few little things. So let's rattle off a bunch of... Small stuff real damn quick. It's like the headlines. What you doing? <laughs> you know when they're telling the headlines and there's always that like... In the back. I, not always. Actually, but... <laughs> it kind of sounds like Countdown. Yeah, I thought, I thought you were doing Countdown. Yeah. All letters and numbers as we call it here. Lame. So, first thing... They are remaking Rugrats, and they are making a live-action movie. I don't know about you, but that freaking creeps me out. So do you reckon it'll be like uh, like Baby's Day Out and Look Who's Talking Now? Uh, baby geniuses? Like like babies with CGI li- like, mouths? Yeah, like live babies. Or just like, not CGI mouths, but they could just not move. But it'll be Rugrats, and it'll just be babies dressed up like the kids in Rugrats. I have no idea how they're going to do it. Because they're not going to have them fully animated, because that will be so creepy. Like, imagine Tommy Pickle's head fucking animated. 
to look real be fucking terrifying. I think they'll just, they'll tone it down. Because obviously the kids in Rugrats are pretty crazy looking. Yeah, they look weird. So they'll just find kids that are a little bit weird looking, but tone it down a bit and just have real kids, I reckon. Maybe they'll make them a bit older so that Tommy doesn't have to be like a baby. Do you think that it'll be really kidsy? You know how Chucky and his dad have like the same glasses? Do you reckon they'll have like huge purple glasses and like all their clothes will be really exaggerated and stuff? Or do you think it'll be like a more toned down, realistic No, I reckon it's going to be toned down and realistic. And I reckon they're going to aim it towards like us. So you reckon they're going to go for nostalgia more than... Yeah, more than new kids movie. I reckon they're just going to try and get the... You know, 20 to 30 year olds in the cinema. Just, <laughs> to fan, watch just it. fan service the fuck out of it. I think so. That would be the way that I would go if I was going to do it. People who this is for, they can take their kids and the kids aren't going to care because it's all colours and screens because kids don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah. And they'll be able to enjoy it while the kids watch it, which is the movement now. Yeah, for sure. And that's where we get a lot of our really good content is them trying to write jokes for kids that are actually for adults. Mm. It could go well or it could go really bad. <laughs> I'm here for either way. Either way. Yeah, either way, I think it's going to be a little bit creepy and weird. Hooray! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So also, Get Cracking is getting a second season. The lovely Kates from The Catering Show are getting a second season to Get Cracking. Very excited about this. Yeah, we're, we're here for it, of course. We love them. I think it's one of the only things I've laughed out loud so much to in such a long time. Because every... 20 like every 10 to 20 seconds just like bang 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 and it's all genius <laughs> they're so funny and so talented they make me proud to be like an australian woman i yeah. know that sounds really lame but <laughs> i mean if does. anybody was going to yeah because they're fucking geniuses i wonder what they're gonna do with it i mean they can they've got so much they can work with they can do whatever they want because it's just a talk show yeah. It's like a, if you don't know what it is, we might have spoken about it before. I think we have, yeah. But it's like a parody of a morning talk show, like Today and Sunrise or whatever. It's like one of those shows. Like but, Breakfast TV. Yeah. But it's on at 3 a.m. Yeah. And they get <laughs> they get like a half an hour slot and they've got about 10 segments they have to get through. Yeah. So they're always in like a super rush to get through these segments and none of the um, captions are right and they're all funny and... They just have really weird guests on. It's brilliant. And all the transitions are fantastic. Yeah, they've got like weird videos for the transitions, the transitions that are really awkward. <laughs> They're so good. There's one where a guy's running and he just falls over. Yeah, classic. And Kate did not stop laughing for like 10 minutes. <laughs> and that's all it was. Yeah, it's one of those shows where you're laughing and then you miss like the next two jokes. you got to watch it again because you're laughing so yeah. hard. Fuck, yeah. it's great. Very yeah. excited. I think we can watch that on ABC iView. Oh, sick. We probably won't catch it in real time because we never catch any no. free-to-air TV in lifetime. But, yeah, we can watch it on ABC iView, I think. Fantastic. And then we'll just buy the DVD when it comes out like we did for the first one. Yeah. So, there's going to be a new series on Netflix by Matt Groening, the creator of The Simpsons and Futurama. Uh, and it's called Disenchanted. And it's basically like a fantasy land with, you know, medieval shit and kings and princesses and shit. And I think it's about, like, a strong independent woman who's a princess and she wants to like make her way in the world herself. We watched the trailer for it. What did you think of it? To be honest, I completely forgotten what it was until you just gave that little summary then. Oh yeah. <laughs> so it had just gone out of my mind because I watched it and I was like, this is just a really boring concept. Yeah. Like, it, you know, 
it's nice that he's doing a show that's got like a woman as the main character because most of his well the simpsons is very male centric really yeah because it's like homer right well nothing like bad stuff happens but all the male characters always come out the other end like perfectly fine yeah whereas like lisa is always like the middle child really sad and in like a situation she can't get out of in this Going like fucking shit. fucked up family and marge is just like having a to deal with homer. stay at home yeah. woman just because they need constant care so yeah it basically is like it shows male privilege really well yeah and then futurama there's only leela yeah and she's but, actually a pretty good character but, but it's mostly about it. the dudes like well, they it's make mostly fun about of, Fry. Leela's the strong female character, but they make fun of her for being a strong female. That's true. So it's like... So weird. it's nice that he's done this, but yeah, I don't know. It just seems like a Disney movie or something. He's just... Like brave, you know? It's like... He's got a very specific type of comedy and it's like, we, we had The Simpsons, we had Futurama, that's enough. We don't need it because you want to have a strong female lead, that's, that's fine. I understand that, but you're going to do... It's going to be the same jokes in the same settings and the same kind of shit he's been doing forever. Did it seem more childish to you, though? Not really, but it seemed more segmented because it has, like, her and then she's a strong, independent woman, but she's also dumb because of the time that it's set in. And then you've got some gremlin thing that's her friend who's really dumb to make her look less dumb. And then there's, like, a demon. And the demon, I assume, is, like... It'll be like the hormone monster from fucking Big Mouth. It's just like, or Bender. It's the rude, yeah, more yeah, intelligent yeah. one that like knows more shit and makes more crass jokes. It's similar f- kind of dynamic. Yeah, it's still going to be for adults. Yeah, I don't know. I'll probably watch like the first episode at least. I mean, maybe we'll do an episode on it. Yeah, we've got to watch it, but like, I'm not gonna sit down and like binge it. No, I mean this is kind of controversial, but I'm not even really into Futurama at all. See, I really like Futurama the first few seasons and it was really interesting. And then they like did this weird thing where they folded back on themselves and it like, it's some of the concepts are quite intelligent, but like, yeah, the characters are just grating after a while. Mm. And I, I used to watch the Simpsons like every day, like everyone did, you know? Yeah. It was on but at six o'clock every day and you just watched it because that I'm was not, the thing to watch. I don't think I'm ever going to sit down and watch the Simpsons ever again. Like, I'm just going to say that. Well, all... It's controversial, but... No, but that's the thing because the really early Simpsons is like... The jokes are not there. It's just literally an animated show. Mm. And then the middle bit, like three season three to season six or whatever, is like golden. Like amazing. Uh, I think they said until they until they did the episode where Principal Skinner's a fraud, up until then. And then Groaning's like, yeah, this is the episode where it dies. Like now the show's over. And ever since then, it's just been going downhill. And then lately it's not even anything. I have not watched like the last three or four seasons that came out. Because they just pump it out and it's just not Some people are it. still super obsessed with it. Some though. people fucking love it. Yeah. But I can understand that they're just... I feel like they're more just stuck. There'll be a few people who are like, I love The Simpsons. Everything they do is genius. But some of the people are just like, I'm just watching this because I've watched it since I was six. And now it's just the thing that I do. Yeah, like you've got to keep up with it kind of thing. Yeah. I, I guess I've got that kind of nostalgia thing with a lot of TV shows where I've just kept watching them because i'm like well i'm five seasons in yeah i've spent you know years of my life watching this i may as well just keep watching it until it ends sort of thing well here's a controversial opinion from me doctor who still fucking going and people love that i'm not i'm not into it but if you're into it that's cool well to be honest i've never actually really sat and watched a lot of doctor who but you're always going to be behind 
in Doctor Who. Well, how many seasons are there? Like 20? A bajillion. Because it started in like the black 80s? and white TV era. I think it was like on the radio before it was even a thing. Wow. So a long time. A fucking long time. Next thing. So they're also remaking Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. So I, I came across this and told you about it. Mm. From the information that we've got so far, there's not a lot of info on this. They are remaking it with the same characters. Yeah. But different actors. Yeah. And Buffy is an African-American woman. Yeah. But she's Buffy. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to just completely remake the story again, just with different people, or if it's just going to be the same characters of a different story. How many seasons of Buffy are there? There's... Not many. Five... Four, four, five, or six? Something like that. No, because there's... I think there's six seasons of Angel. And Buffy's longer than that. Yeah. They can't just remake the whole story. But my thing is just that they're making it now. So I feel like it's going to be like a grit, like not, a, I don't want to just throw it and be boring and be like, what's going to be a gritty version of that? But I think it will just be a darker, grittier version of Buffy. And the thing about Buffy was that it was darkish and grittyish for the time, but it was not dark or gritty. It was like a bit of a, like a bit of a laugh and also a bit of an action, like drama comedy thing. It was just a mash of things from the nineties <laughs> that we fucking wanted. And in the nineties, oh, it, was, it was fucking genius. It's seven Why? seasons, by the way. Se- oh, seven. Yeah. Oh my god, I thought it was more than that. So, is there only five of Angel? I should know this because I fucking love Angel. Well, we. This is controversial. We prefer Angel over Buffy. Oh, I totally prefer Angel over Buffy. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> it's way better. We're all about the controversy today, <laughs> mate. Keep it going. Yeah. So the same, like Joss Whedon is involved in this. Like he's. He's, he's all right with show, this. He's the showrunner. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, so this one, this is a more recent article than the one that I've read. Okay. And they're saying that it might actually be a different vampire slayer. So originally we thought that she was going to be Buffy, but then there's like this tweet that's been put out saying that it's a sequel, implying that it's a sequel and there's only one Buffy, one Xander, one Willow. Yeah. It could be time to meet a new slayer. So now they're saying it might be a character that's not Buffy. Right. Well, there was two Buffys. Let's... Start by saying that, because there was that shitty movie before the series came out. But <laughs> I know what they meant. It's better. If you're going to, you know, ride on someone's coattails, make it new. Yeah. Okay. So I'm, I, I'm wrong. The new news is it's not a reboot. It's a sequel. Okay. So it is a sequel. Yep. It's implied that it's 20 years later with a new Slayer. Well, that's good because... It was made in the fucking 90s. But, okay, can I just bring something up, though? Yeah. You know, at the end of Buffy, Mm -hmm. wasn't there some, like, huge thing where, like, hundreds of women became slayers? Yeah, so there's... So uh, how are they going to factor that in? There's something like... So in in the end of Angel, like, fucking Armageddon happens. So just leaving that aside... Yeah. The fact that the world fucking ends... Yeah. They do... A lot of them survive. Like, there's comics about it, and a lot of them survive, yeah. and then that keeps going, uh, which is fine. Fantastic. Whatever. But, yeah, as the apocalypse starts to approach, more slayers are created because I think it's like there's heaps of people who have, like, latent, sl- like, they're latent slayers, and they don't, yeah. like, 
arise to become actual slayers and until it's the apocalypse yeah and yeah. a lot of times they end up in like mental institutions yeah, yeah. and all that sort of stuff so there are heaps and heaps of them because they're able to like the council finds them and they just like hypnotize them into ascending into being slayers so i think that's more what they've yeah done. but how is this slayer going to be so important then if there's heaps of slayers now how is she going to be important the fact that the apocalypse has come and gone yeah i don't know how they're going to do it because are they going to take into account all the stuff that's happened in the last 20 years in the comics and stuff or are they just gonna oh, of course wipe not. all of that and just be like no, they're gonna we're make... starting from yeah. well... they're gonna make their own thing but yeah there might be heaps maybe it'll be like being a slayer is like a job now because they don't need us that's, no, so that's, cause what that's I happened in for. the comics too where the slayers become like a kind of it is a job and they team up with police See, that, that See, would be okay. that's happened in the comics, so maybe they'll go on that route. I don't know. They might have And to. it will be more like a crime drama. Yeah, otherwise they will just completely ignore Ugh. everything. Another so. crime drama. Although it could be kind of interesting. But I guess we've had Lucifer and stuff like that where you've had like a supernatural character in a crime drama already. Yeah. So is it well, just going to be... Yeah, is it just going to be another like Lucifer or Constantine or something? Maybe. Because uh-huh. what, what else are they going to do? I'd watch it. I mean, we'll we'll probably do an episode on it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It'll be awful, the guys. We'll definitely do an episode on it. I mean, we'll, we'll probably watch it, but I don't see it being, like, the same show. There's no way that they're just going to make the same shit. Yeah. So, if they just ignore everything, or they could do the whole, like, it was, everything's dormant for 20 years, and then suddenly there's a new thing, and you're like, well, fucking, why have them at all? <laughs> if every 20 years it just starts again. There's a lot of this stuff going on. This isn't on our list, but we did speak about this. They're doing a new Charlie's Angels. Yeah, yeah. I think it's a movie. With your maid in it. Yeah, so Kristen Stewart is in it. And then there's also another woman who was in... I can't remember. Anyway, for some reason they're remaking Charlie's Angels as well. Yeah, I don't know what that's about. They're going to be remaking that until we're fucking dead. Oh, no, that's been going since, like, the 70s, right? Wasn't the original TV show in the 70s? Yeah, I think so. I quite like Charlie's Angels. <laughs> like the movie with Drew Barrymore and Lucy Liu and Drew Cameron Barrymore's Diaz. Boobs and <laughs> Drew Barrymore's boobs. I did and enjoy Lucy that. Lucy face and Drew Barrymore's boobs. Yeah, I, I remember them. <laughs> I, I enjoyed that when I was a confused teenager. <laughs> Mate, a lot of confused teenagers really enjoyed that. Yeah. A lot of unconfused teenagers really enjoyed that, mate. That was... Oh, yeah. A good time to be had by a lot of people and a lot of dads, I guess, as well. <laughs> We've spoken about Lucy Liu and how much we love her. She's amazing. Many times on this podcast. She's amazing. Yeah, she's the best. So I think that's all of our quick ones. So now we're going to go to a bit more in-depth. Cupcake and dino, cupcake and dino. General services, that's what we do. So there's been a thing that's been happening... <laughs> On Netflix for a while where they've been trying to make their own version of like Adventure Time or regular yeah. show or like something something that works along the line and has the same sort of feel. Yeah. And they've been failing fucking hard for ages. I think they have been failing because they've made like a lot of weird shit that's trying to be gumball and it's trying to be Adventure Time and it just has not worked at all. But recently they've made something that... It's not Adventure Time. It's not regular show. But it's pretty fun to watch. 
and it is called Cupcake and Dinos General Services. And it is about a cupcake and a dinosaur who were brothers and they work in a supermarket and their dad wears a sack on his head and their grandmother's a steak. <laughs> and they do like general jobs for people and their like biggest enemy is a chicken who does general services as well and like He's like this buff ass chicken. It's fucking weird. But I really just enjoy watching it. What it's about just, their friend? I don't oh, their weird friend is. who's a human, but he's just like the biggest pushover ever. Like when they lock him in, they lock him in a fucking cupboard for two days <laughs> and he's just fine. He's just fine with it. Oh, what is his name? Something lame like Eugene or it's something. something fucking lame. Yeah. Or Graham or something weird. I love it. I loved it from the first episode. And you were sort of a bit like iffy, like, oh, yeah, it's okay. But then I think once we watched a few, you were like, yeah. I gave away trying to compare it to the other shows. Yeah, you just got to take it as it is. and. But if you take it as its own thing, it's, it's pretty entertaining. To me, it feels not really like Adventure Time at all. To me, it feels like a blend of Gumball and regular show more than anything else. Okay. Because it's got the whole feel of like, you know, two best friends doing a job together. Yeah. But then the actual storylines and the jokes are more like Gumball. Yeah. And it does that thing where it just escalates incredibly Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. regular show does. Yeah. So it starts from like a normal thing and then it escalates, but it's a cupcake and a dinosaur. So it already starts at like a weird point. So it's, it's like regular show, but it's not built as well. But it accelerates in the same way. It's just really fun to watch. And some of the jokes are so shit. But they're like... Some of them are really good. <laughs> and it has the like... It does the dumb character well. Because Dino is dumb. But he's not that much dumber than any of the other characters yeah. in the show. And the jokes aren't about him being dumb. Yeah. And he... A lot of the time, the joke's about him being dumb. He realises he's being dumb. Yeah. And then like... And then he talks about how it was a stupid thing i really like it and there's more depth to him than just being dumb like he's very charismatic and he's adorable and yeah that's not his main no trait he's got like a lot of other stuff going on not at all and they do have like unlike regular show you've got parts where like dino's better than cupcake and stuff and sometimes yeah. cupcake's better than dino yeah and, it's like, quite balanced but they're both good protagonists for the show yeah it's re- it's actually really enjoyable. The characters are so great. I just love them already. We've only watched maybe three or four episodes. Yeah. And I'm so into it. I love it. Yeah, it's really great. <laughs> love it. You guys should go watch it like right now. It's so fun. You know, if you're in bed hungover, just chuck it on. You're eating dinner or something. Yeah, Cupcake and Dino. So it's like um, two sort of mini stories in one episode. Yeah. So it's like 25 minutes or something and yeah. half, half like stories. And it's heaps of like throwaway comment jokes. So we love that shit. And like the stories are crazy Yeah, and it's really colorful and like weird stuff happens, but it's like things just come out of nowhere, but they're pretty funny. Yeah. And like, and like little side characters and like little side scenes where there's just silly things happening, like yeah. little details Yeah, that when you're watching carefully, it's just like all these little side jokes in the background and you're like, oh my God. Yeah, like the pigeon. It's so funny. Yeah. The pigeon's great. So there's a pigeon and it's like a person in this world, but he's a pigeon. Yeah. And there's one thing where he's like sitting on a bench eating lunch and there's pigeons all around him. And <laughs> and he's just like, sort of like trying to kick them <laughs> he's away. To kick the pigeons away. <laughs> and then later on. The pigeon still is. Yeah, the pigeons just like steal a whole loaf of bread off him. <laughs> it's, it's just funny. It's great. Cupcake and Dino, get on it. Yeah, we can't stop singing the song. 
Like we're just walking around. It's like cupcake and dino. It the opening. The opening's classic. Is great. I love how it starts and it's just like theme song, and then it's just like, <laughs> and then they do the theme song. But it's weirdly catchy. Yeah. And we're just singing it about everything. We're singing about the cats all day long. Yeah. It's like is a dino. Yeah. And like <laughs> just weird shit. But fuck. It's great. If you watch that and you're not into it. Yeah. Hit us up and yeah. tell us why you don't like it because you obviously have like a black soul or something. Yeah. We need a reason not to like this fucking thing because it's good. If you don't compare it directly to anything else, it's really good in its own right. And I really enjoyed it. We love all of our cartoons and animations. So good. Talking about that. What about this next cartoon or animation? So Netflix has released a new animation for adults on the same, I assume they're trying to do a Rick and Morty. I yeah. assume that's what they're going for. And it's called Final Space. I'm going to cover Kate's part of this as well. I really liked the cute thing. <laughs> Everything else was crap. <laughs> yeah. And that's the show. The protagonist is the worst. I fucking hate him. Me too. He's so bad. The thought of watching it is not so bad. But when you hover over it in Netflix and it plays the ad for it and you hear his voice, I'm instantaneously turned off watching it. It's not just episode. his actual voice. It's what he's saying as well, though. He's, he's so, just like a terrible person. He's so shit. He's so, so, so shit. Too shit for me to want to watch it. Same. It centers around him. The Planet Destroyer thing is really cute. But I hate him. I hate him so much. I just can't bring myself to watch it and i love animation i've watched some stupid shit i can't do it because i hate this character too much i think they've gone too far with it there's a line you know you can watch some shit characters and enjoy it but there's just nothing like no redeemable qualities about this dude at all yeah and all the other characters there's nothing wrong with them they all know the robot's pretty annoying as well it's like they've got two annoying characters and one (laughs) just like cute character that doesn't even talk yeah there's nothing there. Like There's nothing there. No. Yeah. He seems like he's one of those misogynistic frat boys. Yep. Why do you want to watch a character like that? I don't know. And he's really dumb. Yeah. Really entitled. Yeah. And like, oh, I just hate it. He is the embodiment of everything I hate yeah. in a human. Yeah. And the fact is that you know it's about this guy. And in the end... In space. So there's like no other humans around yet. Nope. There is a cat called Avocado, but there's no other people except for like some girl that he hits on one time who's way smarter than him. But you just know that like he's going to come out on top. It's fucking awful. I'm not going to watch any more of it. No. Just watch Cupcake and Dino. If you want to watch some animation, watch Cupcake and Dino. Fucking Cupcake and Dino, son! Final space, forget it. Final Space, forget it. Seriously, I give that like a two out of ten. A two is pretty generous. And the two is just because I like the little Greek character. Yeah. Because he's cute. I would give it a two because I like the animation. I understand where they're coming from. But like, yeah, no. Cupcake and Dino, probably a nine out of ten. Cupcake and Dino, a solid fucking nine out of ten. It's brilliant. Yeah. So the last thing we want to cover before we get into everybody's favorite corner. Apparently it's everyone's favorite. It's everybody's favorite. Is we have been watching. We still haven't finished it. I think everybody else has finished it, but I just don't care. I don't see anything happening. So we've been watching The Staircase. We've been off it for a bit. I was listening to a podcast. 
give her a little bit of a shout out. Lizard people. It's about this woman and she gets her friends to come in and try to convince her of conspiracy theories. And then she just like shuts them down. But a lot of the time they don't really believe in the conspiracy theories and they do all their research on the way to the podcast. So it's a bit hit and miss, but sometimes it's really good. And they brought up something called the owl theory, which is that the woman in the staircase was killed by an owl attack, (laughs) which is a real theory. And we didn't even hear about it until I listened to that podcast. Mm -hmm. And then we had a look on Netflix and they have a little special about the staircase about the owl theory. Yeah. So some of the evidence towards this was there was microscopic owl feathers in her hair. Yeah. And in her hands. Yeah, which is pretty fucking crazy, right? Yeah. Like, she she was just walking around with owl feathers in her hair. Yeah. And her hair had been, like, pulled out, which they're like, that's not a thing that happens when you're beating somebody. Mm. You don't pull the hair out when you're beating them. Yeah. It's like, so she's got chunks of hair, like, in her hands and, like, missing and stuff. Owl feathers. They took, like, all the evidence to, like, owl researchers and stuff. Like four or five of them, and they were all just like, "Yeah, this is consistent with an owl attack yeah. more than falling down the stairs or being beaten." Yeah, like they looked at the wounds and stuff and said that it looked like a, you know, like a beak or a claw kind of yeah. attack. But it's not mentioned at all in the series, and it's not brought no, up because it's, it's just like a, a crazy note. thing that, ha- like, it's a crazy conspiracy. Yeah, which is why they covered it on this conspiracy theory podcast. Yeah, but the more you kind of hear about it and read about it, you're like, hmm, yeah, it's pretty interesting. I don't know whether any of that stuff is actually real. No, no. You don't know. Like, all these things are so one-sided. Like, you can hear one argument and be like, yeah, that's totally it. If you just hear certain things. Yeah, said in a certain tone in a certain order. Exactly, exactly. So, you never know. You never know. Do you reckon reckon his next appeal is going to be centered around our theory? (laughs) Why not? That would be a hard fucking defense to... The thing is that it's too late. Once you get convicted once, doesn't matter what fucking happened. It's so yeah, hard definitely. to get off on the same thing. Yeah. It's the only reason he was able to get out is because they proved that like a main part. They didn't prove that he didn't do it. They just proved that a part of the case was flawed. Yeah, and like that's a main... your best way to get acquitted for well, something. It was a main forensic witness. Yeah. So that was a huge deal. But that's the thing in America is if you get convicted, you have to pull apart the case that they made, not yeah. prove that you didn't do it. Yeah. Exactly. That's how you appeal. It's the only way you can appeal. And you've got like an 80% chance of failing just because you were convicted once. And they don't want to like go back on the justice system because it looks bad. Mm. It's fucked, man. It's lucky that this guy's fucking rich. Like, I imagine if it was someone who, you know, it was like a poor person, how would they afford to do all these appeals? They wouldn't be able to. No. You wouldn't even be able to afford to have... A good lawyer in the first place. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what I think about the justice system. And I don't know what I think about this guy. I don't know whether he did it or not. I've got no idea, but all the things point towards, like, that he didn't. But That we've heard. That we've heard. <laughs> exactly the point. It's that we've heard. But then you got to think about it. Like, he went to jail for all this time, and then they were able to prove that the case was, like, doctored. Yeah. And then he still had to pay, like, hundreds of thousands of dollars to get out of jail on bail to go home. Yeah. Because even if, if you were a poor person and even if you had proven that the case was flawed you st- and you didn't have the money to get out of jail, you're still in jail. Yeah, if you've you can't proven, afford the bail. You've basically been proven in the eyes of the law that you're not innocent, but like you haven't been 
convicted of this crime, but you're still in jail. It's fucking crazy. All right, guys. It's time for everybody's favorite, Kate's Corner. Over the <laughs> Kate's Corner. I've been thinking about what my new sound is going to be, and I can't really decide. Can you help me decide? What are your two options? Well, I'm thinking either something to do... Mate, I'm happy to put both in. Like, <laughs> fuck it. Who gives a shit? It's my fucking thing. What are they? What are both the things? I'll put I them kind both of, in. I kind of want the BTS, like, Budonne. Oh, yeah. Do you reckon that would be good? I can put that in. Um, I'll put it in at the start. It'll be just like the song. We'll just I'll make it a little bit longer. Good told it, and then then Kate's got them <laughs> every week. I feel like we need some kind of like just to build up the intensity a bit. Some kind of siren. Some kind of siren. You've already got. <laughs> That's true. But I mean, you can put whatever you want in there. So you want boo, 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 over like a police siren over over the horizon. <laughs> Over the horizon. Or maybe um, like a champagne cork. Okay. But you've got like a beer opening. So you want beer opening. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's just really hard to... Do you want to stick with Tolune for this week? And then you can Yeah. And I'm pretty sure week. in Korean that means burn it up or light it up or something like that. Jesus. Budonu. So light it up. So yeah. Light it up. Wait, what is that? <laughs> I think that's a like a Diplo song. Oh no, I think it's Major Laser. Light it up, light it up. Look it up and put it in. Yes, ma'am. All right, Kate's corner. Let's have a look at the book. Josh <laughs> wrote it out this time, and usually I write it out. Good luck reading my handwriting. <laughs> Do you always write in all caps? Yes, because I. Have to write in all caps for work because if I write in cursive, nobody can read it. Oh, okay. Mm. Cursive. <laughs> I saw this meme today that it was like, you know, older generations are like, kids can't write in proper cursive anymore. Because kids can't fucking read it. <laughs> no, but I mean, even us, like we can't write in proper, you know, scripts no, like can, you were can, taught at school, right? I can write in joiny writing, but I, yeah, I don't yeah. know how to write script. And then the reply was like, grandma, you can't even turn on your computer without getting 10 viruses. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even know how to type, so fuck off. <laughs> All right, so I will start off with just, this is kind of a quick-ish mention. There's this new controversial show that's coming out. I'm pretty sure it's on Netflix and it's called Insatiable. We're all about the controversy today. I know. She just, um, she thought the bitch was white, guys. I thought the bitch was white! God damn it! I thought the bitch was white! She thought the bitch was white. <laughs> you got it in. <laughs> got it in. Got to sneak it in somewhere. Do you want to explain that or not? No. Okay. Look it up. You won't be disappointed at all. <laughs> you won't. Be disappointed. <laughs> I keep making these references to this podcast that you don't even know. Uh, that's why I cut them out. <laughs> don't but cut the it best, out. best part is that you don't notice. Oh, I do kind of forget what I've said. So she says after she drinks <laughs> drinks from her wine glass. <laughs> yeah, I did the old uh, half a bottle of wine in a glass. Probably not going to be great for my um, cold, but you know. But it'll be great for your night. Yep. Right, new show, Insatiable. I watched the trailer because I read a news article about it and there was a trailer in the news article. And it's basically about this, so an overweight girl. Okay. 
in high school who's bullied and like she's not popular and then over the summer she gets her jaw wired shut okay so she can't eat like apparently this is something that people do so she can't eat a lot. She does can she only break like... her jaw or does she get it no, done No, no, she does it She does it on purpose so she can lose weight. Right. So she gets her jaw wired shut. I think if you do that, you can basically only put a straw in your mouth. Yeah. So you can only have liquids and stuff. And she loses heaps of weight. She goes back to school and suddenly she's popular and everyone wants to be her friend. Yeah. And that's the show. Yeah. And then she wants to get like revenge on all the people that bullied her when she was overweight. Okay. The controversy with this is that obviously the actress that they've chosen is not actually an overweight actress. Yeah. She's skinny and they put her in a fat suit for the first part of the show. Okay. It looks pretty ridiculous. Right. (laughs) Because you can't really... I feel like they still can't pull off fat suits in Hollywood. It just always looks like a joke and not real. Well, they yeah, they struggle with that. It's, It's difficult. Yeah, it looks stupid. Everyone is just like calling it out for body shaming and basically being a bad show for young women to watch because it's basically saying like the way to become popular is to be thin. Right, but okay. The actress has to be thin for the entire thing except for at the start when yeah, she's not thin. No, I understand so that. we get a thin actress. That's fine. Yeah, and yeah. the show is literally about kids getting bullied because they're overweight. Yeah. I was bullied because I was overweight when I was a kid. Oh. It fucking sucks. But, like, that's what happens. Yeah. You know? And now they've mixed that with Revenge, the TV show. <laughs> and now it's just going to be about a child. It's going to be Revenge, but with a child. Trying to get revenge on her classmates yeah. for fucking with her. Or maybe even, like, a much lighter version of 13 Reasons Why. I just... Why? Why do we need this? Why do kids need... Or why does anybody need to feel good about someone who was fat and lost a bunch of weight by actively wiring their jaw shut, which was a thing that she was convinced that she needed to do by these people. See, that's Then she did it, and then she's using this to get revenge on them. It doesn't... Nobody needs those things. That's just to make you feel like for fantasies for people who are a bit overweight. Be like, yeah, if I was in high school, I was a bunch of weight, I'd fuck with my bullies as well. That's not a good message either. But bad message. They're, they're coming back on it saying like, oh, it's, it's positive because it's all about calling out bullying and standing up to your bullies and rah, rah, rah. But you're and, not standing up to your bullies because now they love you. Yeah, it's weird. I, I don't know how I feel about it. I might watch the first episode and see you how it goes. Will. But it just sounds like a bad idea to me. It doesn't sound like a great idea. No, I don't know whose idea it was to put this put this out there. Because at least, like, your shows like Revenge and stuff, it's like somebody died or somebody was murdered or they took your... They took my parents' company. Now give me back my company before I get angry. And then there was a reason. In this, it's just like, you bullied me because I was fat and now you're my friend because I'm not fat. Don't hang out with those people. Yeah. Anyway, look out for that one, guys. <laughs> or don't, whatever. So I just wanted to talk a bit about American Horror Story because they have just released what their next season is going to be about, like the advertising for it. Yep. And it is called Apocalypse. Okay. And the things that they've brought out for it is basically just like a picture. It's got a red background. It's got like a baby, 
it looks like a very young baby and like devil claws like reaching out for this baby right i'm not exactly sure <laughs> what it's gonna be about but that's all they've kind of released at the moment and it's gonna be coming out very soon i think september september 12th it starts here that's the picture you want to have a look at it promotional poster Oh, good. So there's just variations on this little baby with a black fucking claw. Good. Do you know what I, it's about or? No, I actually have no idea what it's about. And I don't think anyone really knows what it's about. They're always quite like hidden about what it's going to be. It's a good way to be. Yeah. But I also just wanted to touch on the season before this because I actually haven't seen the season before, which is called... American Horror Story Cult. Yep. Which I'm actually very excited to watch, but it hasn't come out on Australian Netflix yet. Mm-hmm. So American Horror Story is... American. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's always really behind on Australian Netflix for some reason. Okay. So we literally this year, I think, only just got Roanoke, which is season six. I really didn't like that one at all. Okay. It's like based in this, it's another one that's based in just a house. You know how the first season. Yeah. You've watched the first season, haven't you? Yeah, I watched the first season with you to see what it was what's going on. But you haven't really watched any of the other ones. I don't care. Yeah. Like the first season was so lame. Oh, everyone fucking loves that one, but. Really? I like that one, but it's not my favorite. But most people say that, like, that's their favorite one. Well, if that's the, let's say, generalizes the best one, then why would I watch American Horror Story? Because it's like. Oh, it's, there's a guy who's always in your house, but nobody seems that concerned. And it's like, <laughs> oh, well, he's a ghost. And it's like, I want you to be with me forever. And then they kill everybody. Like, uh, what? Casper loses his mind slash the sixth sense. It's fucking, and it wasn't scary at all. Yeah. Well, I've pretty much just like all of the seasons. And I controversially really like Hotel. And most people didn't like Hotel, so... You like what you like, who gives a shit. Everyone's got their own favourite American Horror Story seasons. But yeah, Roanoke, I didn't like it. It was based in a house and the house was like on a old pilgrim murder ground or something. You mean Indian burial ground? No, it wasn't Indians. It was like white people. So I think they were like pilgrims. Right. I only watched about half the season and I was like, this is so weird. Because <laughs> they filmed it like it was a reality show right. where they were talking to the people who lived in the house afterwards and then what you saw was a reenactment of what happened right so the way it was done was super weird and like kind of distracting because you had actors playing actors oh no it was just really weird right and the story was kind of boring and anyway i'm looking forward to cults because evan peters who's my favorite character yeah you know when we were at amy's going away yeah and you thought there was a guy who looked like him but he does because <laughs> last time i went there this is the great northern in carlton is in carlton yeah last time i went there i saw him i was like holy shit and i said to him i was like you look exactly like evan peters he's like yeah i know so he hears it all the time because he he literally looks the same right and then when we were amy's going away i saw him again i was like oh my god i do not remember <laughs> a guy who looks like him at all are you serious yeah i've Talked to most of the bartenders. It wasn't striking enough for me to remember. Yeah. Maybe if you'd seen more American Horror Story. You would I know what the guy looks like. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he 
he actually plays a whole bunch of cult leaders in cults. Yep. So he plays like Marshall Applewhite, who is the Heaven's Gate, one of the Heaven's Gate leaders. Yep. Jim Jones of Jonestown. Jimmy Jones. Charles Manson. Obviously, everyone knows who Charles Manson is. Yep. It says here, apparently, he also plays David Koresh. What is he? He might be that, you know, that militant group, the Christian militant group. Anyway, it also says Andy Warhol and Jesus. So he plays a whole bunch of characters. And I've seen some... Roles. Yeah, I've seen some photos of him in the getup for all these famous cult leaders. And he looks great. Like, he looks like these cult leaders. It's crazy. So I really want to watch it. And I'm looking forward to it coming on to Australian Netflix so that I'm ready to watch Apocalypse when it comes out. But The wait is on. It just seems so weird that, that it's so behind. I don't understand. It sucks, man. This photo for cult kind of freaks me out. You'll understand why. Oh, yeah, because it's a beehive. Yeah. And I'm not about patterns. Yeah, you got that. Cluster patterns. That claustrophobia. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's called tri- tripo- trichophobia or trypophobia or something. I don't like repeating patterns. The last thing in Kate's Corner, I've been watching, obviously, a lot of trash because that's what I do. Yep. So I've been watching two kind of reality-ish shows. The first one is Sugar Rush, which is another baking show, much to Josh- Josh's chagrin. Yep. <laughs> it's kind of like Cupcake Wars, but the first round is cupcakes. The second round is like a confection. And the third round is like a full-on big cake. And the reason it's called Sugar Rush is because the first two rounds, you've got three hours and it's obviously timed. And the quicker you finish the first two rounds, the more time you get to add on to round three to make your big cake. Yeah. So you're in a rush to finish, but everyone, like someone's getting eliminated every round. Yeah. So you got to toss up like, oh, do I want to spend more time on this and make sure I get to the next round? Or do I want to rush this so I've got more time at the end kind of thing? Yeah. And I think it's it's pretty good. I like the twist on it. I find it interesting. I we've, hate, w- we've watched a little bit of it. Yeah, I hate cupcake cake things. Now it was good. Now it's funny. But that's more based on, like, the things being shit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, but, like, cupcake was... I did not rate Cupcake Wars at all. It's like, they're just... This, it's the same shit over and over and over and over again. And this is just, like, that again. <laughs> I just don't... I don't care. Ah, oh, fair enough. Because the thing is, like, at least with, you know, savoury food shows and savoury food competitions, you're like, oh, I can just think of, like, what that would be like and you know like these things together and that looks really nice and like but cupcake was just like oh here's a blob what color is the blob oh, it's orange <laughs> um what's it got in it lemon oh um what's it got on the top cream awesome what's on top of the cream oh it's a little model thing that i made out of plasticine and you're like cool and then they eat it and they're like oh it's dry and that's like the fucking show <laughs> god it's so lame no that's interesting because i don't even really like cake at all but i still enjoy this yeah it's a bit of a toss-up because i fucking love cake man. yeah i love baked things the other interesting point about it is that adriano zumbo is on it yeah what the fuck <laughs> so, i think we spoke about earlier on one of the podcasts that we watched zumbo's just desserts yeah and so that was him and he was sort of the host of the show and it was dismal yeah he is not a good host no he is not on this show though he's just kind of there to be a judge 
He's just the technical person. Yeah. And he just tastes it and goes, oh, yeah, this is shit or this is good or whatever. And he's actually quite good. I was very surprised. Well, yeah, because he, from what I've seen, he tastes it and he goes, all right, so this is the problem. So you just need to do this and that'll fix it. And then, and that's for everything. Mm. And like, if the structure of stuff is wrong, he's like, if you just done this instead, like it would have been fine. Yeah. And that's the thing is he is just that person. So it works really well in this show where that's his role. Exactly. Whereas like on the, the show where it's about him, he's just like nothing. He's a bit too awkward to be a host. Yeah. But I really enjoy him in this and they always make fun of him for being Australian because it's an American show, obviously. Great. And whenever they introduce him, he's always like, good day, bakers. Great. <laughs> so I quite like that. That's Sugar Rush. If you like baking shows, get on it. The other show I've been watching is called Fashion Fund. Yep. Also on Netflix. Sugar Rush is on Netflix, by the way fashion fun so it's sort of got the same feel as something like project runway but it's a bit more serious than that and no one gets eliminated yeah it's not like an elimination game show it's this sort of grant that's given out every year to an up-and-coming designer by vogue and they get about 50 applicants i think like it's a very narrow thing you have to have two years experience and have your own business set up and stuff. So you can't just be like a designer out of your house. Yeah. You actually have to have a business that's sort of on the rise. So they get about 50 applicants and they narrow it down to 10. And then the whole show is just their journey to getting this grant. So there's a few different things they have to do. They have to make like a presentation with a few looks. They get site visits to their business. They do a fashion show. They do a design challenge and then at the end, someone wins. So they don't like narrow it down over the weeks. You just kind of see the journey and then on the last episode, you find out who wins. And I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was pretty cool. There were some really good designers and my favorite ended up winning. So I was very happy. That's good. Yeah. This duo, these two guys who run a menswear design company called Public School and it's all like real cool streetwear. Mostly like black and grey and white and stuff. Yeah. So it was very like something that I'm into. A lot of the other designers, like the guy who came second was like, you know, flowy women's evening wear. Right. And I'm just like, I don't care. Yeah. I'm not interested in that. But this streetwear was pretty cool. It was like, I would wear some of those jackets and stuff, you know, because I'm not like super feminine. So yeah, I was really happy that they won. I think they win like $300,000, which is pretty fucking good. Yeah, sounds good. So the streetwear guys won, Yeah. right? And you told me that it was made like, what, like 10, 5, 10 years ago? I think it might have been 2015. Oh, so not that so long So a few ago. years ago, yeah. But like, you know how black and white like street fashion is like the thing now oh yeah it's like huge like oversized stuff and yeah yeah and the thing is that like we're talking about vogue so you know that they were just like that's the next thing yeah and they're just like yep make that they just know they just knew it's so weird how do you predict fashion trends i don't understand because they do it but i guess they're responsible for the fashion trends yeah i guess they kind of push it in a way as well they're like i think this could be the next thing but it feels like you know it feels like they've been trying to push like the 70s They've been trying to push 70s fashion heaps lately. And I don't think anyone's biting. <laughs> but it's not like... It's 70s inspired, not 70s. Yeah. 
But they've been trying to sell fucking flared jeans for years. Yeah. And they everyone's just like... Jinko <laughs> jeans back. No. And now they're trying to get 90s back. Mm. They're trying to get the 90s back for No, ages. but that's, that's stuck though. Yeah. Kids are wearing 90s clothes all day, every day. <laughs> and I enjoy that too. Well, that's good. Because I feel like I always dress kind of 90s. Just wait until they bring back the naughties, mate. Oh, yeah. That'll be rough. <laughs> the other day when we were just looking at Naughty's Instagram pages. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And it was just hundreds of pictures of like Paris Hilton, Britney, Christina Aguilera, just wearing these crazy clothes. Like, how did we think that that was normal? It was just so normal, wasn't it? Like everyone just, you know, Gwen Stefani goes out in jeans that like almost show her vag yeah. and like a bikini top and like a diamond necklace. And it's like done. Yeah. And like, a you know, What's that Von Dutch hat? Yeah. And, and that was like, like yeah. peak fashion. Outfit. Peak fashion. Yeah. Everybody wanted that outfit. Yeah. And it was no, there was no clothes. She wasn't wearing any clothes. No. <laughs> so crazy. But I, yeah. I fucking love it. I just look at all stuff. I'm like, that's iconic. I think we're getting old. Maybe. If we're looking at Naughty's fashion and thinking that that's like iconic. Mate, it only started 18 years ago. Yeah, but it's, it's a long time ago now. Yep. It's 18 years. That's <laughs> yeah. I mean, 2005, man. It doesn't feel like it was a long time ago, but it fucking was. Yep. So much has changed. I think that's the end of Kate's Corner. Over the Rotonde. Alright, let's move on to some music news. Let's do it. Man, we've been trying to go through this quickly and we're already an hour in. Yeah, well, we have been doing it quickly. We've got a lot more things to cover than we usually do. <laughs> yeah. Well, we've started this new thing where we've actually got a proper book for our podcast. Yeah. And whenever we think of something or talk about something, we'll just go straight to the book and write it down. Put it in the book. Yeah. Because often, like beforehand, we've struggled to kind of think of all the things that we've read about or watched or heard. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then like two weeks later, we're like, oh man, what was that thing that I read about two weeks ago? Yeah. We just um, like... It's all that goes in this is what we think of five minutes before we start recording. <laughs> exactly. But this is like what we've come up with over the last two weeks. So it's a lot better. It's a lot better. All right, music. What do we want to talk about first? Well, why don't we talk about the only thing that you've been listening to for <laughs> the past few weeks? What, Momo Land? Yeah. <laughs> So, as you guys already know, I'm pretty into K-pop at the moment. Yep. And I've been listening to this girl group called Momoland. There is seven of them. And they're a lot more super cutesy than Blackpink, who we've spoken about on the podcast. Like, Blackpink are very kind of more punky and cool and, yeah, edgy. Yeah. Whereas Momoland are kind of like cutesy, lovable, adorable girls. Yep. And the song that I've been obsessed with is called Bam. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say it like that. Well, they have what two top songs, and one's called Bam, and one's called Boom Boom. So yeah. I think. <laughs> and basically, Bam is like Boom Boom 2.0. Everyone says that it is anyway. Right. Because they're kind of similar. Have one's called Bam and one's called Boom Boom, motherfucker. But, I mean, do you notice when you listen to them that they're kind of similar? It's Momo Land. And also the dancers are quite similar too. Because they've got one move. Momo Land has one move that they build all their things around. <laughs> and it's basically like 
they move their hips side to side in like a four four timing. So it's like doop 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 doop, and that's it. So they just move their hips from side to side and then move their arms in a different way, and that's the moment land dance. That's cute. It's it's pretty fun to watch. I've got to say, and it's a lot easier to do than any other than K-pop Blackpink. group. <laughs> well, yeah, it's easier than Blackpink and easier than BTS. Like, their dancers are pretty easy, actually. Yeah. Um, so they don't really have to be particularly good dancers. And I've also heard they're not very good singers either, so... <laughs> well, that's why you put a bunch of them over the top of each other to cover yeah. each other. There's seven of them, so they can all, like, back each other up. Um, but yeah, Bam is sick. The music video... It's kind of weird. It's like they're all over the world wearing different costumes. But also in different time periods. Yeah. And just like doing the dance. At one point, one of them's a mummy wrapped in toilet paper. One's a stereotypical racist Mexican Yeah, with a mustache. Very strange. But very good. And I enjoy the song immensely. And I think I've almost learned the dance now. (laughs) It's just the second bit of the dance break is a bit confusing. Because there's a lot of like arm movements that are all over the place. So you got to practice, mate, not just watch it over and over again. you got to actually do it if you want to learn it. I practice while I'm listening to it. If I'm in the lab <laughs> and I'm just, I'm just like doing the Momo Land dance. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah. Uh, my favourite is called, I want to say Joe, but I think it's Joe or something. Okay. Joe. She's super cute. She's got like blonde hair. Oh, she's got pink hair now. It used to be blonde. Mm-hmm. Now she's got pink hair. But everyone says she's really ugly. That's because she's the most Korean looking one of the things. She's the least Caucasian looking. So they think she's the ugliest. That's so weird. Yeah. And they think that Nancy, like Nancy and Joey are kind of like the two main ones that are always in the middle. Yeah. Because in K-pop groups, there's always like a lead dancer or lead singer yeah. or the hottest one that they put in the middle most of the time. Yeah. And those two are like, well, Nancy's supposed to be like the best looking one. She's like the visual or whatever. Yeah. And Joey is one of the best dancers and they're always in the middle and, and everyone nancy's thinks that the, nancy's the like the thinnest widest one <laughs> yeah everyone loves her i actually quite like her as well but i think i don't know joe has more personality and she's funny cute and i don't know well it's all about what you like that's why they have so <laughs> many people is so that they can reach the vastest audience of yeah you gotta have your bias perps. that's what they call it yeah <laughs> bias your bias is what was her name is it jane or I don't know, the one with what you like to call a white person body. <laughs> She's just not super thin. She's actually got curves. She's got boobs and a bum. Which is kind of weird for yeah. like a K-pop artist. It's Yeah. Because they're usually very, very skinny. Like our favorite in Blackpink is like super thin. She's, yeah. But that's just She's her natural body though. Yeah, it's it's not a thing. It's just no. what she like. She like. literally just would never be able to be curvy. Yeah. Speaking of Blackpink, should we move on to... You should stay with the Blackpink thing. <laughs> so, there's a thing in K-pop where they do multiple versions of the same song. It's very off-putting. <laughs> so, Blackpink, as we spoke about previously, just brought out a mini album of four songs. The main song was called Do Do Do. And obviously, these songs were all in Korean. And now, they've brought out the Japanese version of Do Do Do. Yep. And the Japanese versions of the songs always have more English in them, especially in the rap parts. Yep. And they actually change the translation. It's not like they just go straight translation from Korean to Japanese, yeah, Korean to English. Yeah, they just completely change it. Yeah. So it's completely different words. And <laughs> when I first heard 
this rap. So Lisa's got this rap, which sounds really cool in Korean, but they've made it into English and they've just completely changed what it means. Yeah. And it's so weird. <laughs> it's like everyone's talking about it and they're just like, whoever has written this English rap should just fucking die. <laughs> Jesus. That's what people say on the internet. People don't care. Yeah, true. I mean, I think it's pretty awful, but at the same time, it's kind of genius. So one of the lines is like, bitch, I'm a star, no Patrick. Make a reference to SpongeBob. Yeah. <laughs> Which I think is pretty funny. And then there's, I'm OG like iced tea, got more juice than high C. <laughs> yep. But it's basically just like, you know, a 40-year-old Korean music producer has pretended to be a 13-year-old child writing pop culture references. And I think it's pretty funny. It's, uh, it's a thing. What did um, you think of it? Well, I, I don't like the Japanese versions of the songs. Because I get committed to the original versions, the Korean versions. Mm. So the, the Japanese versions are just like, they're just off-putting. Yeah, it sounds way different. And it's not even just the words. It's like the kind of, the cadence. Is that the word? Well, yeah, because it's, you move from Korean to Japanese. And Japanese yeah. is a lot, like, sharper in all of the So things. the rhythm changes, and it's a little bit weird. And then sort of main parts, it's a different word. Yeah. So, like, for example, what's that? Take a walk, take a walk, take a walk. Yeah. Then it goes, moto, moto, moto. <laughs> and you're like, oh. So one of the best parts of the song is rude. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I always like both versions, because I kind of like having more to listen to. Yeah, no. We become obsessed with the song. So I've listened to the song like 50 times and then they bring out a version where all the words are changed. So it's like, no. <laughs> yeah. So you've kind of like, we obviously try and sort of learn the words, even though we don't, obviously we don't know what we're saying and we can't say it properly, but we learn little bits of it and we sing along to it. And then, yeah, this other version comes out and then we're just like, oh. Yeah, exactly. That's the exact <laughs> feeling. You're just like, oh. So the, the music starts and it gets there and then the lyrics start and then the song's fucked. <laughs> like, it's so sad. Like, um, Sutuki. Yeah, fucking why? What's the actual one? Sururu or something. Something. Yeah, I just love all Blackpink songs, whatever version they are. Well, that's one way to be. I can't wait for more music videos to come out and stuff. Yeah, well, that's the main reason we like it. because the music <laughs> videos are so fucking over the top. So should we move on to the rest of the music news? Rush the fuck through this. So, new music that's coming out. You guys know we like Amity. Amity bought out a new song. And they continued on their video clip progression from the last one. Yeah, we spoke about uh, that. The new song is called Feels Like I'm Dying. Feels like I'm Did you like the video clip? It, it wasn't as impactful as the first half. Because no. it's just like they just like rob the bank or whatever that they work at. Yeah. And kidnap the guy that raped the woman in the first one. Yeah. So, meh. And then the song, I couldn't really hear it because you can't the way they've done this. <laughs> There's been a lot of backlash about this song. I don't think a lot of people like it. I actually quite liked it. You know, it's got that bit that's like, just put it in. But it's like <laughs> this little electronic bit. Okay. It seems like it's going to go into like a a heavy vocal and then it just goes i i actually really like the song a lot i'm I'm here for the this new album because i was getting fucking sick of them 
Yeah, well, that, that's the thing. We saw them a few times. Their live performances went downhill. We saw them at Unify after they'd gone downhill and they'd obviously like tried really hard. It was a good performance. They smashed that performance yeah. and now they're making different music, yeah. which is what they need to do at this point in their career. The thing that annoys me though is that everyone before was like, all their music sounds the same. All they sing about is the ocean and anchors and I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, now they, they make different out, music and yeah. they're like, why is it so like, this is fucking shit. Why is it so different? Doesn't you sound like any fiction? Whatever they do, people are just little shitheads. Yeah, but you know these are the same motherfuckers. The same me, people. It drives me crazy. Same people having a whinge. I know I talk about this all the time. It drives me crazy. Like, just let artists live them, they've their lives and make some new music and progress themselves. Like, they don't have to sound the same all the time. They shouldn't. Everyone's like, oh, they're doing your Bring the Horizon and just becoming electronic music. <sighs> Bring the Horizon is amazing now. <sighs> Are you joking me? No. That's that's not an ex- like a band to use as an excuse for changing of genre going downhill because they are fucking better than they were. Yeah. So I love all their Killing shit, it. but they've just got better and better and better. Hmm. Uh, other new music. So Alkaline Trio brought out a new song. The song is called Blackbird. <laughs> Because they're bringing out a new album. Uh, is this thing cursed? So, pretty excited for uh, new Alkaline Trio. I love basically all their shit. The last album that came out, uh, I wasn't too keen on it the first time I listened to it. But then when did the that next come day, out? Oh, a couple of years ago. Because Maddie Gibbs went to Blink-182 to help them out. The oh, okay. California is like with Maddie Gibbs and that's like a fucking sick album as well. Love that shit. And he's just awesome. I'm very excited for New York Clown Trio. It's going to be good. I might take a few listens. I listened to the song. I wasn't too keen on it, but I'll probably listen to it two or three more times and it'll be my life. <laughs> Just like all of their fucking shit. What's next? Beartooth. Beartooth brought out new music. I feel embarrassed that I haven't listened to this yet. <laughs> Disease. Bad listener. I think it's Disease that has the music video and it is a sick song. Like, it's actually a really great song. I really enjoy it. It's not that hard at all. It's very, like, on the light side of Beartooth. Okay. But still really good. Shay, one of my friends from work and I, have the hope that Beartooth might play Unify this next year. They probably will. That would be awesome. That would be cool. And that is it for music news. We did it. Great. Smashed it out. Now it's time for the main event. I think we need a name. Have you got any ideas? I did and I forgot them. (laughs) What do they call it in wrestling? Like the main event? Uh... Center ring main event. Yeah, I feel like this is main event, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well. Yeah. We could put some like John Cena. You can see me. Is so that his song? <laughs> and so you want, so you want walk-in music yeah, instead I want, of actual. I'm just yeah. thinking more of a name. No, 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 the... <laughs> no, no. I want John Cena walk-in music. Whenever we, all right, well, fuck it. I don't know shit. 
So now it's John Cena walking music whenever we start the main event. Here comes the main event. <laughs> Perfect. So this week, we watched, as you know, because you can read, Dark Tourist. Bit of a different one for us. I don't think we've ever done like a documentary kind of thing, have we? Oh, we did Sasha Baron Cohen last week. Yeah. I think On a bit of a theme. Yeah, I think we should talk a bit less about what actually happened and more about like the show. Oh, yeah, like the concept of yeah. it. What did you think of it? I actually really enjoyed it. Do we want to do like a little bit of a summary of it? So I've got the IMDb here. Go for it. It's got a 7.9 out of 10. Yep. From just over a thousand reviews, which isn't too bad, I guess. No. So the description here is from a nuclear lake to a haunted forest, New Zealand filmmaker and journalist, David Farrier visits unusual and often macabre tourism spots around the world. Okay, so this is the same guy that did that Tickle documentary. Which we still need to watch. Yeah, so that's the weird one about how people like to watch people getting tickled. Well, it's competitive tickling. And then about how tickling. there's like cheating in it and like... But then there's also like a weird kind of pornographic side of it as well, I think. Yeah. Like, I think Jack watched it and he told us we should we should check it out. Maybe we, we should watch, watch it. it tonight. Why not? I feel like I'm in the mood for some docs. Some doco? Docos, mate. <laughs> um, no, I actually really enjoyed it From the trailer, I was like, oh, this looks pretty interesting Because mm. it's like a travel show But he's going to kind of weird places and doing weird shit Yeah um, So this one was a South American one So I think every episode is like a different Area sort of Yeah, thing. a different place that he goes to And he just kind of, yeah, does some weird tourist experiences That dark-minded people do <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't want to do any of the stuff that he does, but... Well... I guess that's why you make the show, so that... What were the three things that he did? So he did, like, a Pablo Escobar tour, talked to some people who knew Pablo Escobar, and then he met with his, like, assassin. Yeah. No, I wouldn't do that one. So this guy that he hung out with had killed, I think they said 250 250 people. people, yeah. So during like Pablo Escobar's reign, if you don't know who he was, he was like, you know, a huge coke dealer who basically ran the fucking city, right? Yeah. And he just killed whoever got in his way, Thousands which was a people. lot of people. Yeah, he killed so many people. And this was like one of his top hitmen that he met with. And this guy barely got charged with anything. Well, he's he, like, oh, I've done my time. So like, but and he, he like, you killed 250 people. Yeah, mate. and he, like, went to, he went to prison for... Not that long. Didn't they say like three yeah, years a, or something? It was a prison that Pablo Escobar built. Mm. So they had like ha- like houses built for them basically. Yeah. And they'd have like prostitutes come and like yep. they just do just drugs party. and yeah. stuff. Yeah, all the time. So it wasn't even really going to prison. And now this guy's just making money out of being a celebrity basically. Yeah. So people want to meet him. They want to take photos with him. They want to get autographs from him. They want to watch him. He's in movies. So they want to watch him. Well, he makes like, yeah, action yeah, sequences in his YouTube. Yeah, he makes action sequences. He's got a, a YouTube channel that obviously has a lot of subscribers and yeah, he'd make money off that for sure. It's pretty bad. <laughs> yeah. But as the host was saying, he kind of started liking this guy. Yeah. Because he is very personal and very charismatic. But those kind of people, like those kind of criminals, 
are usually very charismatic. Like That's I'm how sure, they get to be that good yeah. of a criminal. I'm sure Pablo Escobar is a very charismatic man. Being charismatic is not a good excuse no, for like, like being a criminal because that's how you are a successful criminal. Yeah, most criminals, like all cult leaders are super charismatic, successful serial killers. You know, lots of bad people are very... Yes, it's not a good excuse. No. So the second thing you did was you went to Mexico to the towns that like have this weird underground-like religion. And they say like some people call it a cult and some people don't. But he saw he went to like a Christian church and they did like they were doing like exorcisms of people who believe in this religion and then the religion is like worshiping lady death or whatever yeah so that was like fine because he's like the people in the christian church were like beating people up while they're doing the exorcism basically and then he went to like the woman who started the church of this death and she's like this really nice old lady yeah (laughs) so so it's like the religion they they were trying to beat out of these people actually looked like the more peaceful religion. Yeah. And it was like this, yeah, they worship like the lady of death or whatever. But at the end of the segment, he's like, oh, it's actually more about being comfortable with death. Yeah. And facing death. And I actually kind of resonated with that. And I was like, oh, that's actually pretty cool. That's going to happen to you, right? What's the point in worshipping? This is going to be really horrible and anti-religion. But what's the point of worshipping God, Daddy. God, who like created life, like, yeah, we're already here. He's not doing shit for us, right? He doesn't care. Death is always going to come. Why wouldn't you worship that God instead of that God? Do you know what I'm saying? I don't know you should worship <laughs> any, any God. I know, but if I had a choice, I'd be like, oh, God of death kind of seems more relevant. Well, I don't know. when you die, he's going to help you out, isn't he? Exactly. And that, that's can. the whole thing. It's like, oh, you're, you're worshipping this lady death and facing death and then once you get there she's gonna know that that you're ready and she's gonna help you out well i was like the the sandman version of death it's just a really hot lady <laughs> and they all so that's the thing like so sandman quick backstory sandman's a graphic novel i really like it but it's about like sleep is like a like a physical manifestation of sleep and his sister is a physical manifestation of death. Yes. And basically, when everybody dies, they're really comforted because they fall in love with this woman that they just meet because she's just the nicest person yeah. in the world. Yeah. And that's just it. She's just like, hey, how's it going? And they're just like, oh my God, I love you. Yeah, like, how I'm good in love does with that you fit? straight away. And she's just like, let's go. And then she just like <laughs> takes you for a little fucking journey. And you're like, yay, I'm dead. <laughs> yeah. That would be fucking awesome. Why wouldn't you represent that? Why wouldn't yeah. you like think about that? Yeah. Like, take that on. You're just like, oh, yeah, when I die, I'm going to meet this really hot lady and she's going to be super nice to me. It's going to be awesome. It was very interesting. She, like, blessed the statue that the guy had brought. Yeah. She was just really lovely and she made these huge cakes for everyone in the street. Yeah, massive cakes. Yeah, it was pretty cool. There was those two. And then he did a uh, a faux Mexican-American border crossing. Yeah, so this is another one that I was like, fuck off, I would never do that. He just paid people $50 to, like, pretend to smuggle him over the border or whatever. So they just, like, walk for six hours, get beaten up four times and robbed. And then when you get over the border, you get picked up by border security straight away. And yeah. Then... But it actually seemed kind of scary. Like, yeah, it was all acting or whatever, people that were paid to do this tour. Yeah. But you get held up at gunpoint and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to talk about the guy himself a lot because I think that's like, should be the focus, is this guy because it's a documentary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About this guy. But he's just laughing. Yeah. Like the guy's like he's pointing guns at him, yelling at him and like putting his face in the dirt and he's just laughing every time. And every time they f- like fire off a fake gunshot, he just like chuckles. 
I wouldn't be like that. No. I'd be scared shitless. And he's like, once in a while you forget that it's fake, but the whole time he's just like <clears throat> <laughs> laughing, snickering and shit. Yeah. He um actually reminded me a lot of... Louis Theroux. Yes. <laughs> oh my God, I couldn't remember his name. <laughs> leave that's... that pause in because that's funny. I'm going to leave. That's the one pause I'm going to fucking leave in this. <laughs> So, guy, look, he's got the look of Louis Theroux as well. Let's start with that. He's like a bit of a more, like, millennial, disheveled Louis Theroux. Yeah. But he does the Louis Theroux thing, which is like... And documentary filmmakers always make this thing about it, which is like, the documentary is about the thing. Don't put yourself in the documentary. But Louis just came in and went, no, I'm just going to be in it. Yeah. Because he's obviously got, like, something's going on with Louis that, like, is fine. It's what makes him him. Mm. So there's something he doesn't have or something he's got too much of that makes him act that way. But his shit is fucking great and he just doesn't give a fuck about it. He's just like, I'll ask people the most awkward shit in the world and it doesn't even affect me. Amazing. And this guy, he's just done the same thing where he's in it, but he's so nothing a lot of the time. Like he doesn't have like a lot of emotion but is that because you're comparing him to Louis Theroux? Louis doesn't have any fucking emotion. This guy's got more emotion than Louis does. Okay. I was thinking more like personality, not emotion. No. The guy's got a little bit more personality because he's like, I like weird things. And where Louis just like nothing. Because Louis can do it because he acts like he's got no bias. Because he probably doesn't. Because he probably doesn't give a shit. Right. He's just like, yeah. I'm just here to find out what's going on. And that's all I care about. This guy's like, I like weird stuff, so we're going to go and do some weird stuff. Yeah. But he still doesn't have that big of a reaction to anything. He still had more opinions on stuff, though, than Louis Theroux. Oh, yeah. Mainly about the fact that that guy killed his girlfriend. Yeah. He couldn't get off that. He couldn't get off it. But Louis does stuff like that as well. Yeah. And I think the thing that made me think of Louis was that he was quite direct with his questioning and just kind of asked whatever he wanted to. Yeah. And wasn't scared to say certain things. Yeah. You, if Which you're going nice. to be in the documentary. Yeah, it's good. In a documentary, that's what you want. You know, like anything, like Anthony Bourdain. Yeah. He just goes around, he doesn't give a shit about what he says or does. No. He just does what he wants and, you know, gets what he wants out of the experience. And this guy was pretty good. Well, you got to think about, for Anthony though, when they started doing the series, he was in that, I can't remember what country it was, but he was in the country and then while they were filming and then a war broke out. Yeah. And he said to stay in a hotel while like the city around him was getting bombed. So after that... Anthony's just going to be like, oh, I don't care. What's, what's <laughs> going on? This, pers- this person's going to punch me in the face. Big fucking whoop. Yeah. Like, I'll still be able to eat and shit. So Anthony's on a was on a different yeah. thing where he was just like fucking gutted. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> so it was fucking, he was just like, he'd just, just seen some cry. shit. He'd just seen some shit. So he was like, fuck it. Louis just got like a, a little bit of autism, I guess. So he doesn't quite line up with people's feelings and stuff he's not quite as empathetic so yeah, yeah. he's more about facts so he's like he'll ask you a direct question about facts so he just wants to know because like, he just wants to know yeah this guy's like sort of not half and half because he doesn't he's like i like weird things and he seems like he's done a lot of weird stuff yeah but nowhere near like the anthony level no but he's nowhere as disconnected as louis it's a very weird thing, but he's also really open to doing all the stuff. Yeah, he's an interesting person. Like, I actually quite like him. Yeah. If, if they'd had anyone other than this guy, it probably would have been a shit show. You know yeah. what I mean? I like it because he's less I of like a, him. He's like Louis, but less of a caricature. Yeah. Like, more of a realistic Louis yeah. Theroux. I really like him a lot. 
I really enjoyed it and I liked that it was him as well. Yeah. Like you said, like if it was somebody else, it'd be weird. Like if it was, imagine if this was done by the guy in the road trip. Oh my God, I keep thinking about that guy. <laughs> it's like, oh, I'm going to go do some weird stuff and then show people some magic tricks. Like, oh and then God. they'll stop doing weird stuff. <laughs> imagine if he tried to do Fuck like off. his <laughs> stupid magic tricks to Pablo Escobar's hitman. Yeah. And just be like, bang. <laughs> <laughs> Or push them off that fucking hill that they were on. I loved that how the guy was just like, he's like, oh, don't you feel bad about what you did? And then he's like, oh, when I was growing up, it's just like, you can be poor forever or pick up a fucking gun yep. and work. He's like, oh, okay. And then he's like, oh, I would never go back to that. You know, like things are good now and like all these things are happening. But you know, like worst ca- if worst comes to worst, you can always pick up the gun again. And he was like, don't, <laughs> don't, don't do that. Don't pick up the gun. Just don't pick it up. <laughs> it's like, but I talked to you about that. I was like, I can kind of understand the people that did work for Pablo because it's like, that was your only option. Like if you didn't do that, your whole family would have been murdered basically. Well, that's the thing. And so like, these people do it out of desperation. They're poor as fuck. And Pablo comes along. He's like, I will pay for your family to live in a beautiful house. They will be safe from everything. All you have to do is like kill these people for me. Do what I say kind of just do it what i liked about the documentary is that they made all the things really like personable so mm. you just like you can totally understand both sides 100 percent. yeah the pablo thing was more like if you work for me i'll build you a house i'll build your mum a house i'll build your grandparents a house and you will have heaps of money and they'll never have to do anything else and they'll never be poor mm. or i'll fucking kill you exactly and those like are your you options so you're just like of course i'm gonna fucking yeah, do that you don't have a choice like you had the interview with that cop and yeah, he was just like, exactly. yep, uh, they killed, was it 60 or 70 police officers? Like, yep. And he's like, and that I'm still be alive because I took a bribe. And I didn't exactly. want to, but you just like, you just fucking do it because yep. you do it or you die. I would die and my family would die. Yeah. And that's just how it was. So you, so, can, you can totally understand it. Yeah. And there's all these people in it who are just like, yeah, he's a hero. And there's people like, oh, he's like a disgusting drug dealer. And they're just like, but he built most of the houses exactly yeah like around here he, uh, most, he built like, the city he killed thousands of people who was like yeah but like there were people who were trying to fuck him up like uh, he wouldn't have been able to do all of this shit for us yeah if he didn't kill those I people know. and it's like yeah he killed a thousand people but he homed like 30 or forty thousand people yeah you can see both sides for sure yeah definitely that's very interesting i actually i learned quite a lot and it was only 40 minutes or something yeah and you learn a lot of stuff and it's very balanced and the guy's interesting. Yeah, he's weird enough to get by it, but yeah. he's not like incompetent or like the fucking road trick. He's uneducated, not just, like, completely yeah. <laughs> oblivious to shit. Yeah. And he's obviously a very smart like, dude. Like, yeah, he's obviously yeah. researched what he's going to do before he goes there. He knows what he wants to ask. He knows who he needs to talk to. It's actually really good. I actually really liked it because it's. I was not, surprised. It's like watching Louis, but without the weird, awkward parts that you have in there, <laughs> yeah. where like the people are awkward and Louis is just normal. So the awkward parts, he feels them as well, which is like the one thing that's missing from Louis' stuff. It's a bit more relatable, I guess. Yeah, yeah, because Louis doesn't feel the awkward and this guy feels it, but he's still willing to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's willing to push his awkward boundaries. (laughs) So I I really like it. Yeah, I want to watch more of it. I think it's interesting that every episode is like a different different place. Cheaper that way. What was the the next one? I think there was a whole bunch of different ones. So I'm interested to see... This is pilot error, mate. I only know the first one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, obviously everyone will be a different country and then there'll be three or four different things that he does yep. that are a bit weird. 
Yeah, very interesting. I would probably never do any of these things, but no. I'm happy to watch someone else do these weird and things. <laughs> that's why they made the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm not really game for pretending to be shot and stuff. Yeah, no, it's, no. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I hate guns, so. There you go. Did you hear about, you know, 3D printing, right? Yeah. Did you hear about in the US that blueprints for 3D printing guns were going to be available on the internet? They they are. Yeah. Well, there was like this bill that wasn't being put through to like ban it. So I right. think they've gone up on the internet now. So that's fun. You can make a, a single use. You can print a single use gun. You've been able to do that. Yeah, but ages. this is for like... Guns, no, like no, 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 for no. multiple so you've been able to fe- ammunition. Since 3D printing's been out, you've been able to print a single-use plastic gun, Yeah. but you still need to buy a bullet yeah, for sure. that single-use plastic sure. gun. Yeah. So, And I don't think they're selling bullets to like kids and whatever, as like any worse than they already are with guns. And then they had the thing where you could buy a special 3D printer for metal, so you could turn like your rifle into an automatic rifle or something. And they were on the dark web for ages. So you can buy like the parts for it that don't need serial numbers, but the part that needs a serial number that you can make a automatic weapon, you can just print it at home. And they were selling that on the dark web for ages. But now it sounds like you can just print the whole thing out in the open. Yeah. yeah. It's fine. I think they might've last minute barred it, but they think it's going to just continue to go through. But yeah, yeah, that's so crazy, man. Doesn't that mean that these kind of things could be sent to Australia easily? And then people could buy 3D printers and print their own guns in Australia. Yeah, so you'd have to buy... You would have to buy a specific 3D printer for doing this. So it's not like you have a 3D printer and then you're obviously a hyperbole view, but it's not like you're going to have a 3D printer to print like toys for your kids or like models of stuff. And then one day your kid's going to be on Google and be like, gun, download. And then it's going to quickly like fucking make it. And then the kid's going to cock it, fucking shoot himself in the head. No. You have to buy like a specific printer for making these things. So I think that the issue is more just like random killings and you won't be able to trace them because guns have serial, like numbers, their serial and- numbers and they have like specific like things that they do to the bullets. So you can like yeah. track them based on that. But they're all Forensic 3D, files. If, if they're all 3D printed like the exact same way and they're all made the exact same, they'll have way less variability. Yeah, like hundreds and of people like, could have the same like gun pattern yeah. and bullet so pattern. It'll be, you'll still have to be like, to buy all the stuff that you require to print these guns, you'll still have to be of appropriate age to own a weapon. And like, maybe they'll do a checks and stuff. Like, not maybe not right now because we're at the forefront. So it's fucking crazy at the forefront always. But I assume that the same checks that go with buying a gun will be the same as it go with that. Well, And then you'll have to like, log every one you print or yeah. whatever. They'll be able to just go on your computer and be like, you printed yeah. one of these guns and this gun was used in this the thing. Other, so. The other thing is though that kind of makes me feel a bit better is that it costs a lot to have like a 3D printer and enough of the stuff yeah, it would. to like build the it actual gun. It would cost gun. more than buying a yeah, gun. Yeah, than buying a gun on the black market yeah. that's, so got, it's not like, that's not traceable yeah, or whatever. It's not like super poor people like who want to rob a bank is yeah. going to be able to just print a gun in their but house. But still, or it's pretty fucking scary. That's what's happening now. Yeah. But the crazy. thing is that all that stuff's been able to be happening for ages. The thing is that the government is always so far behind on all this shit. Oh, yeah. The, the technology would have been out for ages, and it has been, because we've seen it, and now they're only just building laws around it now. And it's been yeah. out for fucking, since 3D printing existed. Yeah. So it just takes ages to catch it up. And now that they're catching it up, now it's in the forefront. 
You could have done it before. I know. Like I said, like it's the plastic gun. You can only use it one time, but it's still a fucking gun. Yeah. It's the same. Yeah, we've gone on to a political conversation by accident. We usually do. And that's how you get out of one of those. One second. Fuck, I love that shit. Good old cupcake and dino. Did you want to say anything else about um, Dark Tourist? I actually really enjoyed it. I didn't think I was going to based on the ad. No, same. I really thought it was just going to be like, oh, here's cheap Louis Theroux doing stupid shit. But it's not like that at all. It's like just a regular dude who's just able to deal with cringe and like awkward situations yeah. and like intense situations you can't help just but doing... compare to louis through but they look the fucking same yeah. of course you can't but it's just a realer version of that in crazier places yeah it's cool and he actually does the things with like louis goes to the places and talks to the people but he rarely does the things but this guy's doing it yeah so i really liked it let's do ratings i don't know how we're gonna do ratings for this because it's not like there's characters or do you want to just do an overall? We could rate the dude, the host. Well, that's basically what you're, the rating, character. what you're rating when you rate this thing. So it's just like the theme and the character. So we'll just do an overall. All right. Overall is way better. So the guy's good. The concept is interesting. You guarantee that he hasn't like doctored any of it to look a certain way. Yeah, it seems I very get, realistic. I get no feelings that yeah. he's done that. And he just lets people do it, but he shows each side equally. So I think probably like an, an eight. Yeah. An eight and a half. I was thinking eight and a half. Yeah. Cause for it's, this kind of show, eight and a half for sure. Because yeah. I enjoyed watching it. It made me feel like pretty stressed and awful, but like not in a way where I'd just be like, I'm not watching that ever again. Yeah. And you learn things and it gives you everybody's side equally. And the guy's good. Yeah. And that's all you need for a documentary where they're at the forefront. Yeah, that's very interesting. So eight and a half, we'll go with eight and a half. Yeah. Boom. Eight and a half, pilot error stamp of <laughs> approval, motherfucker. Yeah, get on it if you feel like a little bit of doco action. Definitely do it. Fucking doco. We yeah. fucking love docos. <laughs> we should watch more documentaries because I feel like there's so many that are great and that we want to watch, but I don't feel like I'm ever in the mood for it, but you just have to like push through and just put it on. So, and then once you're watching it, you're like, man, this is fucking good. It just depends on what... Because there's some documentaries that are just so boring. And they're just like, here are the facts and the facts are boring. And then there's some that are just like... They just take too harsh of a slant in like an opinionated direction. Mm, yeah. You know? It's just like the food industry's fucked. And oh, like, no, that's this thing's seen. fucked and that thing's fucked. There's a bunch and, of food ones that I'd like to watch. But, but also... Yeah, they're going to be very one-sided. I want there to be a lot of effort put in. Mm. So like... What's a good one? The, like The Amazing Randy. When we watched that. That was fucking sick about um, James Randi and his like thing where he takes down magicians and oh, like yeah, fucks yeah, them up. Oh yeah, that's great. Yeah, that was amazing. Even that like super high me, super high me was really good. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Uh, super size me, that was good. It's just like something interesting happening. It's not just this guy doing these things and then talking about them. There's like someone extra, actually experiencing. Yeah, it. and there's extra yeah. information, and the inf- the extra information is presented in an interesting way. It's mm. not just like. Somebody just talks to you for the entire thing. No, There'll be like totally. animations and like examples of how things happen and like stories and like interesting. And I actually like, think now is a very good time for these, for documentaries. Yeah. There's it's so really many things where now. people are just like, oh my God, I don't know what's happening. Yeah. It's really exploded and Netflix and Stan, they're both like inundated with all these documentaries and people are very into it. 
Yeah. And so a lot of effort is being put into putting out quality content, which is great. Exactly. Everyone wants to be educated and stuff. It's about time, mate. It's about <laughs> fucking time. I know. We went through this age where no one wanted to know shit. Everyone's just like, la, 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 la. Yeah. Exactly. Like hands over the ears, just like don't want to hear it. And yeah, we're kind of coming into this age of actually like, oh shit, like the world is burning and we yeah, should probably is, do something about that. Knowledge is actually power, guys. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's no, exciting. That's cool. That's cool. But I Get out wanted, there and learn some shit. But like I said, I want it to be interesting. Yeah, it's a lot and about you how never, you do it. And you never know whether it's going to be like that until you're like in it. Yeah. But when you're in a documentary, you're like, well, I'm stuck now. So I might as well watch it. <laughs> oh, I'm in the mood for some docos now. Well, we're going to watch Tickled after this. Oh, I would actually love to. Let's do it. And we'll talk about it on the next podcast. Lock it in, guys. <laughs> All right, are we done? I think you should do our social medias. All right. Social media pipes. Oh, speaking of pies, the Hamish and Andy thing. Still haven't heard from them. Well, maybe, <laughs> maybe they'll we... really enjoy this episode. I don't fucking know. No, but... but they're doing it tomorrow. Doing it tomorrow? Oh, shit. So we haven't heard. So obviously we did not get the Hamish and Andy interview. Do you think? Because we haven't heard. I thought it was they're doing it tomorrow. <laughs> Imagine if they just call us in the morning like, how soon can you get to Sydney? <laughs> oh, yeah. The thing's on tomorrow, isn't it? Oh. Yeah, the thing's on I guess on we didn't get it. Oh, well. Maybe we'll get they're a lost. They're lost. Maybe we'll get an honourable mention. They didn't even really talk about it this week on the podcast. Weird. Right. Anyway, social media pipes. Hit us up on Instagram, search Pilot Error Podcast. Twitter, which I barely ever update, at Pilot Error Pod. Facebook, Pilot Error Podcast. What else? You can check us out on SoundCloud. Yeah, SoundCloud. Check out our YouTube channel, which still doesn't have any more videos on it. Yeah, there's still two videos on there. Check those out. Our Japan trip and also us watching The End of the Fucking World. Yeah. I think they're great videos. Well, thank you. I tried very hard. <laughs> You're a very good video editor. Aw. And yeah. podcast editor. Oh, yeah. Josh does all the editing. <laughs> I'm just here for the ride. I like it, man. It's fine. That's good. All right, guys. Thank you very much, Bills. <laughs> Thanks, Bills. We'll see you next time. We love your work.